Have I told you about my cat Grizz's love for bread? You have not. Okay. No, I'm so curious. So we we can't leave bread out on the counter. What, what happened? Cats, cats don't eat bread. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Cats don't eat bread. I don't know if you know this, but they do. So <laughs> we discovered that like she, she'll, if we leave a loaf of bread out on the counter, she'll jump up on the counter and she will chew through the top of the plastic <laughs> and then just like eat the crust on top of the bread. Does she eat it or just like bite it? No, she she consumes bread. So the other day, I <laughs> I pulled out like uh, a bag for our compost. Yeah, and just tied it off and set it on the ground. And I was like, everything will be fine here, except that I had put like stale buns in there. So when I came to take the bag outside, there was like this like whole and like partially eaten bun. Does she eat the plastic too? Is it is it bad? Well, the, that particular plastic bag is biodegradable. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. good. Yeah, so yeah. Cool. It'll all work out. I mean, we're all full of microplastics at this point. I, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I caught Odin. Uh, take He didn't bite the bread. <laughs> well, he did. He didn't, like, eat the bread. He just, like, bit it. Okay. So I, like, came back. I would bought these really nice hot dog buns from uh, and some hot dogs from the butchery, that butchery oh, shop. They're so fantastic. Good. They, like, make their own hot dog buns in-house and in their like wood fired oven oh, I'm super on. excited about it and I left them on the countertop for like one minute and came back and there was literally just <laughs> the shape of my cat's mouth <laughs> like he had softly placed his teeth in it and then ex- like removed them from the bun but without pulling without any of the bun without pulling any of the bread off like he didn't want to eat it he just wanted to kill it <laughs> This bun shall not stand. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Cats and bread. Who knew? Well, we know now. Hi, I'm Tyler. I'm Adam. (laughs) And we are Adverb. We also like bread. I like bread. Yeah. I. What's your favorite kind of bread? Oh, sourdough. Mm. Easily. Like, Mm. like fresh baked sourdough. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I really like, I I got this like braided Easter loaf from the Italian center. You know, the kind of like eggy, yeasty, like pulley, sticky. Yep. I love that shit. So good. I could, yeah, just chow down for for days. I do enjoy a good brioche loaf, Mm -hmm. which is like, bread is so simple, right? Because it's flour, water, and salt with yeast. And the French were like, but what if we added five egg yolks to it? (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I guess we can try that. And they're like, magnifique. <laughs> <laughs> we already did. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be amazing. Um, so yeah, bread. bread bread's great. I think that's something we can all get behind. Get behind bread, my friends. Get behind bread. This is the least prepared for a podcast we've been in a little while, I think. And we've we've been we haven't done a podcast in a while because it's of, been busy. It's been yeah, we've had a tough schedule. I feel like you can usually tell how busy the agency is by how often we stick to our two podcasts a month. Uh, it's a schedule. It's a very easy thing to say. Yeah, we're we're just not going to do that. Yes, indeed. When Friday afternoons staring, when you're staring down the barrel of a busy Friday afternoon, we sometimes deprioritize but uh but here we are we're back it's a it's a tuesday afternoon it's tuesday Tuesday morning it's tuesday morning (laughs) no it's it's five minutes afternoon it's it's 12 05 
38 on uh, <laughs> on Tuesday. This is easily our best intro. This is our best intro. Yeah. And uh, yes, and uh, <laughs> we're going to record an episode now. We, uh, you know, is there anything you want to say about uh, kind of what we've been up to the last month? I I mean, nothing that we can say right now. Yeah, it's been just just busy client stuff. It's been good. Like, yeah. like, make no mistake. It's not like we've been away because of like troubles. It's liter- literally scheduling. Have we talked since we went to Vancouver? I don't think we have. Yeah, we, so went, we to, went to Social Pacific. <laughs> yeah, and I got, I got a little. Uh, I had a little incident with an oyster that sidelined me for a little while. Uh, I came back a, a lighter and uh, more svelte. <laughs> Uh, uh, man, Tyler was a champion because we we <laughs> gave this uh, this presentation on how how Adverb is using artificial intelligence yeah. in our work, and yeah. Tyler wasn't feeling well like <laughs> the night before, right? Yeah, yeah. Then the next day, uh, we we went to the conference, had a coffee with Erica, and then you're like, I gotta go home. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day I we tried. I know, man, I did, yeah. and like you're a trooper, yeah, like. Yeah. Then on Friday, we had to present. You're like, fine. <laughs> so we get in the car in the morning, go. You can just see, like, if Tyler could have had, he would have had a paper bag he would be blowing into. Yeah. Like, I feel like, um, like, uh, like I wasn't just, like, sweating. It was, like, gray water. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so nasty. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But, but we got up, did our presentation. Yes, we did. You were very focused. Yes. Very was, good. Definitely not as, like, uh, effervescent as I usually am on stage, I feel. I was like, I shall read the notes and stare at the screen. Uh, maybe, yeah, but yeah. you, like, fucking turned it on. I did. I did. I, I gave the world 30 good minutes, <laughs> and the world gave me 30 good minutes yeah. that day. Yeah. I think you answered, like, uh, one question from someone afterward, and you were like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Like midway through the conversation, I was like, oh, excuse me, there's someone else who needs to talk to me, and that person is uh, the Uber driver I'm calling. Yeah, and then and then like that evening, I, I came back to the Airbnb, and, and you were there with our friends, uh, Andrea and Matt, Yeah, and they're like crushing beers, and you're just sitting there with like a glass of water. <laughs> like a, I kept, uh, I only brought a rain jacket and one sweater. Oh, shit. And uh, it didn't rain at all, which yeah. is great. We got amazing weather in Vancouver. It was huge, yeah. That means that sweater, I took it on a 50 k bike ride oh, yeah. wore it on stage slept in it yeah with like a fever like that sweater like went through went to war with me oh and then on the the thursday night the day before we had to present i came home like half cut and like knocked on your door and didn't wait for you to respond and was like are you okay and you like like twisted your body and hurt yourself yeah like because you were afraid someone was going to yeah, kill Yeah, Adam, you. <laughs> you're telling this story as if you didn't just, like, barge into my bedroom. I, I fucking Kool-Aid manned into Tyler's bedroom. And my shoulders still hurt. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've been avoiding telling you because I know you feel really bad, but literally, it's not, like, bad, but, like, it's still there. It's lasted far longer than the than the uh, gastronomic uh, uh, symptoms. Is, is the weight, did you put the weight back on? I, I kind of hit an equilibrium, so I oh, just nice. I got a nice little fad diet, uh, <laughs> but but didn't come out the other side uh, unhealthy, you know. So uh, uh, yeah, everything's okay. Yeah. Are you? Do you think you're off oysters now forever? No, absolutely not. Okay. I had sushi the first day I was back in Edmonton. <laughs> you're like, just like you know what? We're in Edmonton. That means sushi. <laughs> yeah. I was like, should I stop eating raw fish? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. And if I have the opportunity now that we know. 
Henry has the shellfish allergy. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm chowing down. Uh, well, and re- consequences be damned. We're going to have the opportunity to travel again in June for Social West. Yes, and, and we'll bring uh we'll bring it. Yeah. yeah. They've got there's a Rodney's in Calgary. We can go for oysters. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And we uh we're going to talk through the AI stuff again. I, there's a few things that I want to yeah. add to the deck, uh but looking forward to a second chance at the presentation <laughs> uh to really bring some uh some Adam and Tyler wizardry to it. Oh yeah. It'll you held fun. us up uh in that entire conference cuz you ended up flying solo and and you met lots of cool people and had some fun beers and <laughs> I style. Did. So I think yeah you, you did a lot of heavy lifting for adverb and uh, it, uh, held up your end of things very well so thank you you're welcome yeah. and, you, and you know like I'm in my element I love to be around folks and yeah it was nice to catch up with like uh, Amit and and Beverly and yeah, Alicia yeah. Taggio from mm. tradable bits just like good folks uh, met some new people um, and I think Social West is going to kill it. Our buddy Kevin Parent from Ottawa Public Health is going to be at Social no West. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And actually. Dang. Just doing exhibition boxing matches with all the other speakers. <laughs> I love how he can crush us with a thought. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. a single clap and he'll down a satellite. Yeah. Um, He's like, if I don't punch you, I'll get Ryan Reynolds to do it. <laughs> He's actually going to speak on like uh, mental health and social media. He was inspired by the talk I gave in Halifax last year. So nice. I'm, I'm excited to see that. And, well, and you're everyone welcome, else. Kevin. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but that's actually not what we're going to talk about today. Right. We want to talk about remote work. Yeah. Um, because a few reasons. One, you put up a really, really interesting LinkedIn Pulse blog about hybrid work and kind of conflating working in the same location like conflating co-location and culture i really loved that line yeah but it's also something we like we've made choices in adverb to be kind of a hybrid slash remote workplace and found kind of a sweet spot in our work that i, th- I thought we could kind of talk through your your blog post sure. but also kind of expand on it and Sort of, I, I feel like um, remote work is. There are these things at Adverb where we decided it but didn't write it down. That yeah. are kind of like, yeah, that's how we do it. But as soon as we explore it, I'm like, I don't know why. Like, I, I'm curious for us to explore a little bit. Like, why did we make those decisions? And what are what are like? How are we balancing like the co-working space? And uh, yeah, so I thought we could talk about Adverb through the lens of your uh, of your blog post. But yeah, maybe you can summarize your blog post first. I mean, the title was. Uh, co-location does not equal culture yeah. right so what i what i have been seeing is a lot of larger organizations are sort of summoning their people back to the office yeah and many of them do so under the auspices of improving their culture right and i simply don't buy that as an excuse right i don't think like i think there's so much more to culture than like being proximate to someone physically yeah and we were very fortunate that we, you and I met each other at ATB and sort of honed our skills as leaders there that enabled us to to launch this company. And ATB, when we started there, was already like fully hybrid. Yeah. Like you could, most people came to the office a couple times a week and work from home. Yeah, there was an office for you to work at, but mm-hmm. you could work from wherever you wanted at any time. Yeah. Unless you had like an obligation or something. Which was a massive competitive advantage when the pandemic struck. 
right we were ready to go we already knew we already did all of our meetings both in a room and virtually yeah so you could join any meeting from wherever or you could be in the meeting room because we had teams we had teams scattered across the province right? exactly. team members and we we traveled all the time yeah i would work out of bank branches coffee shops my house the office the airport the the burger king in the calgary airport that sells you beer <laughs> yeah i love uh, that place just like wherever wherever we were we were working yeah right? and it just felt very natural so the the article was like i think what I've learned, what we've learned together is that culture is a, a garden you must tend constantly and deliberately. Right. And you have to involve your team in it. And there are ways to do culture in a hybrid model. Right. So we talked about, in the, in the article I wrote, I talked about ceremonies. Yeah. Which are those sort of like deliberate moments you've scheduled to bring the team together. Right. Sometimes it's for legitimate business reasons, and sometimes it's to fuck around. I think we noticed this at ATB and at Adverb that um, those happen sometimes very naturally mm-hmm. in a like in an office. Yeah, you bump into each other in the morning. You pour your coffee together. Yep. You shoot the shit in the hallway. You hang out at each other's desks. So you don't think about them as intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shift into the hybrid space meant that we had to, we had to make those things intentional, Yeah. even though like you have this feeling that meetings should be value driven. Like if I put some that call in our Google calendar, it should be like client work. Right. I think we saw that there is this need when it comes to culture to like be intentional about creating connection points for team members. So yes. we like we get together to like have a coffee as a team once a week. We get together to do like a shout outs meeting once a week. And we encourage our team to like spend 30 minutes together and put it in your calendar and call it a meeting Yeah, because you would have done this in a, in an office and it's vital. It, it, you know, I think uh, without those ceremonies, you're all just sitting alone in your houses. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So ceremonies are hugely important they're more formally scheduled yeah but you you mentioned something that we encourage folks to do it's all all good no no i mean the way that i categorized in the article was like the three c's yeah yeah. give me the three c's and then we'll talk yes ceremonies connections and collaboration and connections are what you described as like we encourage our team members because we've got folks in calgary in british columbia and edmonton and we we encourage them to like have a casual half hour coffee on a virtual meeting yeah you don't have to talk about business you can but it's more just to like check in get to know each other that sort of thing so those are the connections ones and then the collaboration one is like we we've done a few like team brainstorms um we did one around valentine's day yeah where we basically i think it was it like a half hour meeting or an hour meeting yeah an hour let's say and we went through a list of a few of our clients and we're like we're going to create valentine's day content for these clients yeah and some of the clients knew we were doing it and some of them we kind of just sprung it on them yeah but it was just a fun opportunity to work on projects together that not everyone gets to work on yes right and then we also recently did something that uh you call an unhinged brainstorm that was based on our conversation with Paige on the podcast so tell us about that like what, what did that look like well, she, yeah, if you recall the last episode, our newest team member, Paige, um, 
was just listing these brands that kind of, you know, uh, went a little nuts with their content strategy and just kind of broke with formality and did really innovative kind of daring unhinged quote unquote things. Yeah. So we started having uh once a month unhinged brainstorms where we get together and just try to make like something we think is funny that fits into the story we're trying to tell at adverb. And we made our like, eight ways to email better kind of graphic that we post on Instagram. We got a ton of love for it, but that's this, like we heard from the team that was fun. That was different. It was nice for us all to brainstorm together. It was nice to see how different people like lead brainstorms. And um, we heard even from some folks, like I just was observing like how different people interacted and like, but we got to do something together Mm -hmm. uh, and we made something at the end of it. And it was, both like we made some funny content, but we also brought the team together. Yeah, and when we debriefed on that brainstorm as a team, some of the folks were like, we should do more like informal get togethers where we're just, we're focused on a task together. And the way that that's gonna manifest itself in the near future is we're we're bringing on a summer student. And when she joins the team, we'll find a Friday afternoon where folks are free. We'll all gather virtually and we'll play a Jackbox game. Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah. So it's it doesn't have to be a brainstorm. It doesn't even really have to be directly related to the work you're doing. Yeah. But it's a deliberate a- approach to building culture. So ceremonies. Yeah. Connections, connections and collaborations. Yeah. Ceremonies being like we have three meetings on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to review our clients, to get an update about adverb and or like, um, we often use the Wednesday one as kind of like a blocker capacity check or like an update about the business or an unhinged brain, sort of a floater. And then Friday is all about team shout outs. We, I think I start every meeting with on Fridays, we say nice things about each other. Yeah. So there are, I want to, I want to highlight one big thing and one little thing. The little thing is, I think collaborating across projects is something that's really special that we do. Yes. Um, so we do, we'll pull in people who aren't working on projects for brainstorms. Yep. And now that we've done this unhinged brainstorm, we're talking about doing that kind of thing for our clients where we say, Hey, we have a big, I like, I want to generate some new ideas for this client. Let's bring in people who don't work on the project. Yep. But we also, um, we have like a sort of a flat structure for editing and approval. Uh, that you and I piloted in our team at ATB and have brought to Adverb, where we let we ask people outside projects to edit, and and that was born out of necessity. It was. It just was not every. Adam doesn't have time for every project to go through him at ATB. Yes, and but we have. We're all really good writers, and what that is doing, we found, is we're always learning from each other. We're always checking to see, like, does this make sense? Mm-hmm. If you don't understand the acronyms this client is using, yeah, and also you gain this appreciation because you can't see what everyone around you is doing in a remote workplace. Yeah, you gain this appreciation, like everyone's busy, everyone's working hard. Yeah, and I value everyone around me. And uh, I think that sometimes goes in remote workplaces when you don't, when you're not putting the effort into culture. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm the only one who's busy. Yeah. I can't see that anyone else is working hard. Totally. Uh, and I think we, one, it, I think it helps us work better, but two, I think it's like this culture builder, right? Yeah. And then the big thing I want to highlight is uh, is our retreat. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, our ultimate connection is we gather the team in person once a year. We did it in Edmonton last year. This year we're we're looking at maybe a more exotic location. Exotic is like a strong word, but like... We're, Grand Prairie, Alberta. Yeah, exactly. But like we're looking at different locations where we bring our team... Mem- by the time our next retreat happens, our team will be in Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We come together... We meet in person. We work on the business together. Yeah. And um, and then we do something fun together. Exactly. Yeah. And we, we put aside a pretty significant budget for that retreat every year. Arguably money that we saved on rent. <laughs> exactly. By not having like a crazy overhead for a giant office. Yep. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we, we do invest in that kind of like team time once a year it'll be interesting to see how this model evolves for adverb because you can imagine a future where in calgary we have say like let's just say half a dozen people yeah and maybe they all decide they want to work together right right so suddenly we have to figure out office space or co-working or something yeah but it'll be interesting to see like will we evolve (laughs) into co-locating and if we do, that will be a result of the culture. The culture yeah, comes first, right? Yeah. Because I can't. I could see a future where that happens, right? Yeah. Um, but it's been. I think the the interesting thing is like I had a conversation with a, a colleague at a dinner I was at, and he said, "I read your blog post and I think it's bullshit." Yeah. Like I I don't believe that uh, remote work works, and it it felt like a very generational divide in the conversation but I mean he made some excellent points and and I think what I sort of arrived at is like we're not a pure work from home company no I think we're hybrid I think we are too and I think that works very well for us I think well you and I like just like hanging out in an office together so we're probably always going to do that let's get into the the credit right yeah yeah so we we think of ourselves as a hybrid workplace not a remote workplace so Adam and I have an office in Homestead Mm -hmm. shout out Homestead yeah we come in every day yep uh and we offer the team a co-working credit so they they are able to, if they don't want to work from home, they could get themselves like, they could rent a space in a co-working space in their city. We have team members who come in and out of the office here in Edmonton. Yeah. Um, and I could imagine that kind of evolving where we eventually maybe have like a permanent co-working office in Calgary, but it's still hybrid. It's not like a, it's you must kinda, go hey, in. We have four desks in here yeah. and anyone can use them. Yeah. Uh, and if we're not using them, we'll move on from the space but um, I like I, I kind of like that idea. Like we could just kind of up the up the office space we make available to people without really the op- with while still offering the flexibility that we want to offer, right? Because yeah. I think that's a big part of what we're trying to give is our team the flexibility to like manage their time and work in the way work in the way that works best for them. Mm-hmm. Is a line that we have in our like welcome guide, right? Yeah, and. Uh, as I feel, as soon as we start prescribing the nine to five, we lose that. And I think it's an advantage. I think it makes our work better. I think it makes us a more attractive place to work. And I think we get more out of people when they can bring their whole selves and say like, I need to go take care of my kid for an hour or I'm going to, 
You know what I mean? And we, we haven't seen like a decline in productivity. I mean, far from it. We are. <laughs> the team's very productive. Yeah. We're an organization that's outcomes based, not like it's not about putting in your time necessarily. I mean, the way we position it with the team is like you, we have 35 hours of your time every week. Yeah. Sometimes we're going to dictate when you need to be in a client Absolutely, meeting. Absolutely. Yeah. But the rest of the time is like kind of up to you. Just get your shit done. Get your shit done. And there, and, and everyone does. It, they really do. Like we have not had, I, I know we'll have challenges with this down the road. Sure. But I believe that those challenges will manifest themselves as poor cultural fits. And then the conversation with that team member is different. Yeah. Like, is this working? Right. This is how we work. Exactly. And uh, it is working. It is. Yeah. And it's worked for us across everything from the so he for mayor campaign where totally. it was a necessity to yeah. our time at ATB where we wrote like ran a lean tight ship and i think we're trying to build the company in a particular way where we are the leanest most sustainable company we can be mm-hmm. and i think this model helps us do that cuz we don't need to uh carry like real estate overhead exactly <laughs> you know what i mean i also think what we're switching to the way adverb does things from like a traditional office would be a huge challenge. Yeah. We're lucky that we got to start this company when we did with the experiences we had, because we knew what we needed to do to build a hybrid work environment. And, and some more traditional companies that have had offices forever, they just, it's harder. I I really do feel sympathy for those folks. I do think that it's worth mentioning that there's a generation of students who went to university in hybrid or remote. And I think that their expectations of the workplace have changed. And knowing that we want to hire the best talent we can hire, um, I think think we're able to offer like a, a workspace that folks, like the a certain type of person desires. Yeah. I want to work this way. Like my, my whole career, I think this might even be different between us, honestly, because I'm a little, like just a little younger, right? Oh yeah. um, My whole career, my desk has been a laptop. Mm -hmm. I never had, I think for one year I had a box, like a windows box. And then after that I got a MacBook, and that was my desk. And in fact, like my old colleagues used to make fun of me for not really having anything in my desk. Hmm. or using my monitor or whatever because I was always moving through I like when I was at McEwen I was I was always just moving through the university with my phone and a laptop yeah making content and meeting people and getting shit done right and I love that I love working that way it's so funny because like I am clearly the one who needs a home base like <laughs> like when I come into the office we've got all this like touchdown space and and couches and lounge chairs that you can like chill in but I will always choose my desk yeah and I've always got the two screens. No, you're spreading out. You're spreading your wings. You think so? Uh, ever since we redecorated, yeah. You'll I find you like in the armchairs <laughs> and at the table and on the couch. And when we, you know, get a computer t- or when we get a TV taken, uh, yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll you know I think I think well we watched Barry together last yeah, week we did. on the TV. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I maybe you're right, but like I you're, definitely you're spreading your wings. I'm proud of you. I'm de- thank you. I'm definitely like <laughs> a, probably like a more traditional office worker. And you know what? Honestly, Tyler, I think like if if I was doing this on my own, I probably would mandate. I probably would want mm. to mandate that people come to the office. But I also know like hybrid work is a competitive advantage I for agree. adverb. Yeah. 
Like we can hire anyone in Canada. Yeah. Right. I think the hybrid, yeah, the location thing is huge because we have great team members all over the country already. Yeah. Uh, and one of our team members is considering moving and we'll just be like, great, you you live somewhere else time now. Zone now, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's a huge competitive advantage. I think the nice thing about hybrid, I think people get really binary about you either work from a, an office or work from home. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're trying to do is say like you work in the way that's best for you. Yeah. If you want to come into an office from nine to five and sit at the same desk every way, every day, we can make it happen. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that half the time, we can make it happen. Yeah. But we're not going to pay for that desk all the time. Right. Oh, totally. Right. So there, there is like, there's something there for that's good for us. And there's something there that's good for them. And then uh, if you never want to come in, you don't have to. Exactly. Right? So it's really give putting the power in your hand to tell us, this is how I work the best. Yeah. This is how I can bring the most value to adverb. And uh, I think people appreciate it. And I think it makes our work better. Me too. I think the important thing to remember, and this is uh, this is actually from a piece of content that we worked with Punch Card Systems on, mm. is that there's this there's this hybrid work paradox. Seventy three percent of people surveyed say they want flexible remote options to stay for their work, but sixty seven percent of the same people surveyed want more in person work or collaboration. Mm. So I think that means things like what we're doing with our retreat. Yeah. Maybe down the road, it means meeting twice a year in person. Like who knows, yeah. right? How do you get people together? How do you, we always make sure to meet with our team if we're in the same city as them. Oh yeah. Like how do we get gather people? And there's ways to do that in person, but there's also really fun, exciting ways to do it remotely. Totally. We've done everything from unhinged brainstorms to virtual dr- dungeons and dragons oh, we have to do that to again. jackbox games to like celebratory beers on a screen with some people in the office and i think they all matter a lot me too and i think i've committed to dming the next DD game I'm very much looking forward to okay that. i'm gonna start writing a storyline for that i do love coming into the office because that's where uh we have a fridge full of booze from our friends at highlands liquor absolutely uh and we i don't take that beer home that's office beer yeah you gotta uh, you wine. have to drink it in the office office beer office wine office, office spirits, spirits office non-alcoholic beverages <laughs> office but not uh, office sour beers office soylent <laughs> Office? Do they sell Soylent? I don't think so. No. Uh, white well, claws. Office white claws. Yeah. Office. Yeah. Um, spritzers and uh, coolers. Hot coolers. They have Mike's hard lemonade. Yeah. Hey Mike. Hey Mike. Thanks for the beer. Thanks for your hard uh, lemonade. You uh, recently picked up a batch from uh, from Highlands did. Liquor. We have, and and you're right. No, they do sell sour beers. Yeah. So I can't say they don't. I just wish they didn't because I think it makes <laughs> you know. Uh, it makes it too tempting to troll me with sour beers. Uh, Mike was very kind to us this time. Um, yeah. We had a couple of bottles of like strong uh, lager, I feel like, or ale or something. Yeah, I we wish got it... some lager, some pilsner. We got that like far- funky farmhouse ale oh, that was man. super good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we've been really, as the weather turns, yes. as the sun comes out, as the leaves burst forth from the trees, boy, oh boy, does a cold, crisp beer taste good which at you, the end of a hard day. Which you can find at highlandsliquor.ca. Um, so, or you can just go. You go to Highlands Liquor. Yeah. You walk in, what you're going to find is a bunch of shelves with wine, beer, spirits, 
we, we've we've gone through the list and yeah. they have it all there so if you don't want to wait for that delivery you drive there right now D- you just might be right listening now. to this podcast on your way to highlands liquor i hope so and we won't even know but when you get there tell them adam and tyler sent you yes and the person behind the counter will be like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Thanks for listening, everybody. I think we're wrapping oh, up. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, done. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. We are Adverb. And, and we'll uh, talk to you another time. Yeah, see you then, or we'll see you another time. Bye.